Hi, podcast friends. This is Kathy with God in the Grief, episode number 51. It's titled, That I Might See. The thought in today's title came from a time in my grief when I just really was longing to understand why did this have to happen? Why was it both of my boys that had to die? Why when they were so young and just really wanting to understand, to see what God's purpose was in all of this. And I know that we are not ever going to fully understand these types of things. Um, And I also knew that just trusting and believing that God's purpose was all that I needed to understand and that all the unknown was to be left with God, and I can just fully trust in that. I also knew that. But deep down in my heart, there was sometimes this longing to just see what God was doing. <laughs> Not necessarily to just know the, you know, why did you have to have this happen in my life, but more of what are you doing, God? Like, can I see what you're doing? Type of a thing. And it was during one of these times when I was just really wishing I could see what God was doing through all of this, that I came across the story of blind Bartimaeus. And so I wanted to read it real quick because I learned so much from this little tiny story. And it is found in Mark 10, 46 through 52. I am so thankful that these stories were written down to be of use for us in today's time because it was definitely helpful to me. Okay, verse 46 in Mark chapter 10 says, And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still, and commanded him to be called. And they call the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, arise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garments, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received a sight and followed Jesus in the way. I was really touched by this story because I felt like blind Bartimaeus. I felt like I was crying out, Lord, I just want to see. I just want to see. And And we know that God is our answer, that Jesus can be our answer. And Bartimaeus knew that too. He he was not going to let his answer go away from him. He was going to make sure that he had a response. And so he cried out all the more when they tried to hush him. But I wanted to see too. And I thought about this story. And if Jesus has opened blind Bartimaeus's eyes, I know he could open my eyes to what my heart desire was. And I loved it that Jesus stopped. He stood still. He stopped what he was doing to hear his cry. 
And he is the same today. He will, if we're crying out to him, if we are praying to him and crying out to him in our grief and in our tears, he will stop to hear us. He's going to listen to us. And he's going to say the very same thing to us that he said to Bartimaeus. He's going to say, what can I do for you? Is there something I can do for you? And when Bartimaeus told him, I just want to see, Jesus said, go thy way. Your faith hath made thee whole. How was he able to see what he wanted to see? Through faith. And it is exactly the same with us. How do we get an answer from God? It's through faith. It is all through faith. So when I was crying out to God and saying, Lord, I just, I want to understand this a little bit. I just I feel like if I can understand this, I'm just, the, the grief wouldn't be so heavy. And he's like, just reach out in faith. Have faith in what I'm doing, and then your sight will will come as you reach out in faith. And that was such an encouragement to me. I found it so comforting to know that a supreme God, who really has no need of us, still has compassion on us. And that he would stop what he's doing and ask us a question. To heed to our cry. And crying out to Jesus is going to yield the same results for us. It yields his ear to our cry, his attention to our need. That in and of itself is pretty amazing. And I was thinking of how we in our instant Google world, we want a result like right away. We call on God and we want things fixed right now. We're counting our days till our answer like we watch the circle button on our phone as it waits to generate an answer. But God is not a Google God. He's not bound by time or circumstances or computer-generated information. He's omnipotent with no beginning or ending. He's full of wisdom and compassion. He cares about us. He stops to hear our plea. Maybe he's just waiting for the right time when we have faith and God can say to us, Go, thy faith hath made thee well. Go, thy prayers are answered. Go, your pressing onward and reaching out has now yielded a result. We don't all have an instant result like Bartimaeus did. He was blessed to have Jesus right there in front of him and Jesus was just able to heal him. Sometimes, though, in our day and time, it's necessary for us to wait for an answer because God is working and moving and doing something through us or through our circumstance. And so it's important for us to learn to wait on him. And David had to learn this. And I wanted to bring this out because in Psalm 69 and 3, it says, David said, I'm weary of my crying. My throat is dried. Mine eyes fail while I wait for my God. He was tired of crying. He was just like, I need, some, I need something different to happen in my life. I am so weary of this. <laughs> I'm weary of these hard times. I'm weary of this. And so he he was having a hard time too. And we're all going to go through those times where we're tired of our tears. We're tired of the hard times. We've just got to cling to God during these times. And this is what David did. And in what he ended up doing was a good admonition for all of us. He ended up just giving God praise, thinking about God and giving him the praise. If we drop down to verse 30, it says, I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. And this brought him up out of his tears and 
he was able to think about God and how magnificent God was, and it really lifted him up. And that's really sometimes that's what we have to do. We just have to get a song and start singing. We have to think about God and start thanking him, give him praise, honor, and just think about how big God is and how magnificent he is and how he stops to hear our prayer and that he's working on our needs. I think that's wonderful. And that should encourage us. And while we wait on God, we can encourage ourselves in so many different ways. And in Psalms 27, 13, it said, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. I was thinking also of Paul when he was imprisoned by Felix and he was stuck there in prison. And I can imagine that he was wishing that he could understand and see what God was doing in his life at the moment, too, because he was probably thinking, how am I supposed to go preach this gospel when I'm stuck here in a prison? This does not make sense. Like, I'm stuck here. And I can't get out and preach and spread this gospel like I'm supposed to be doing. And no doubt that was hard for him to understand what God's plan was. But God definitely had a plan. Um, He had a work to do while he was in prison. And it gave him an opportunity to write. Think about how we benefit from the writings of Paul. God knew we needed these words of Paul. And that it would bless people hundreds of years from the day that he scratched his quill across the paper. Paul was a go-getter. And maybe that was the only way that God could get him to sit still. And waiting is actually just a process that we go through to allow God to work his miracles. So maybe we just need to be thankful that we're a part somehow of God's plan. Waiting to see results also is an opportunity to trust more fully. To realize that our trust needs to be fully in God and not in the circumstances. Waiting gives us an opportunity to prove God, prove his word, prove ourselves as a true soldier of Jesus Christ. Here is our prime opportunity to deepen our roots, sweeten our fruits, and brighten our lights. So we could be busy in many ways while we're waiting for the results that we hope to see. And someday we will see it, even if we have to wait to get to heaven to see it. And as I was thinking about Paul, you know, he got on that ship and he was going to be sent to a different place to be judged, to be tried. And here he gets on the ship and then he's shipwrecked. And he's probably thinking, what in the world? <laughs> Can you imagine? You know, he, he's got a list of stuff that he went through for the sake of Christ. And it's, a, it's nothing that we even come close to going through ourselves. But he went through them and maybe he never got to see why he had to go through all those different things. And certainly the shipwreck must have seemed very confusing to him why this happened. But he did get the assurance that God was going to save them. and. You know, God gives us an assurance that he's going to be with us. He's never going to leave us. He's going to be with us in whatever difficulty or trial that we're going through. So be a good cheer in your difficulty. That's what Paul said to the people around him. Be a good cheer. It's going to be okay. Things might look like they're falling apart all around me. But God says, be a good cheer. He's with us. He's working. And you know what? Paul didn't get to go where he was going at first. 
but think of the amazing work that was done on that island that they shipwrecked on. You know, I I use my imagination a lot, and I can just imagine God looking down from heaven and saying, hmm, I need someone to go to Melita to show my power to the people there. And I'd like Paul to go, but he has this different itinerary. But if he's on his way by the island and I shipwreck him there, then he'll end up at the island and will do the work that I want done there. They're all going to survive and swim to the island. And then I'll show the people there who they should be serving. You know, you just, of course, that's my imagination working, but you don't know what God is doing. And I'm sure Paul had no clue what he was, what was going to happen on the island either. I mean, he was able to show, show God's power from the snake biting him and him um, being able to preach to the people there. So be of good cheer. God is working miracles. God is causing the venom-infested difficulties in our life to not harm us. Just like that snake that bit Paul, it was supposed to kill him instantly. But it didn't because that's what God was doing. And he can have really hard, difficult situations in our own life, and we can come out not harmed. And he's given us opportunities to show other other people who God is. What an amazing God he is. And we are here to praise him and thank him and be encouraged in ourselves that what God will have us see will be best for us and that the miracle will come when the time is right. I love the scripture. In Matthew 5, 8, part of the Beatitudes, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And what we should be desiring to see more than anything else is God. And when our heart is pure before God, he allows us to see so many good things. So what have I been able to see from this whole journey, this whole grief journey, this whole situation that happened to me with the loss of both of my boys? You know what I've seen? I've seen the faithfulness of God to souls. I've seen him bring comfort to my soul time and time again. I've seen a great big God care for a little bitty human. I've seen his word come alive and speak to my heart. I've seen his goodness over and over again. Did he answer the prayer that I had? Lord, I just want to see. I would say, Not in a huge, great, big way, like some scroll across the clouds going, this is why I did this, but in a million little ways. And I have seen Christ, and Christ is really all we need. So if you've ever had that question, I just wish I understood, I just wish I could see, then exercise your faith in God. Because he will help you to be able to see way more than you ever thought possible. 